Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl Who Said That podcast, where pop culture meets real life and everything in between. We're your hosts, I'm Peaches. I'm Bunny. And I'm Buffy. And we're excited, as we always are every week. I'm excited because we're sticking with it. This is our third week in a row. Nobody no. canceled. We're so busy. We stayed on task one time. We are here. Everything is happening the way it's supposed to. Look at us. Yes, 2022. We're different. Showing up. Showing up. You said we're different, Buff? We're different people. And we're dressed up. Y'all can't see us, but we're all dressed in black, black tops. This is kind of dope. We're in sync. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited about today's episode. Um, Me too. Um, but before we hop in, let's let's do our icebreaker. Yeah, are we, are we doing what's given? No, we got to do. Oh, okay. What's what's given and what's not given? Buff need to be on her game. She I know that was my fault. Sorry, she, she all worried about us being. I think she's checking text I, I was really trying to take a picture of us. <laughs> oh, girl, stay on stay on task. Come on. Okay, oh. bring her back. Okay, y'all, what's given and what's not given this week? Um, let's start. I think we started with peaches last week, so we'll start with bun. Um, what's giving and what's not giving? I probably should have thought about this ahead of time. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to do a what's giving. What's giving is, is that I have actually, I'm, this is not me. I'm not, this is not my normal thing, but I actually created a schedule, stuck to it and was able to enjoy my weekend by like doing everything that I said I was going to do when normally I be mean, just kind of all over the place. And so I'm excited about this conversation because I got to do both of these things all weekend long with no interruption. So for me, I, I, I enjoy just chilling and being in front of the TV and not having any extra yes, tasks to do. TV. <laughs> yes. That surprises me, though, because you're like super organized, like with your time and all of that. So you have to talk about you be all over the place. I mean, I feel like do I even know you? No, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. In the, maybe not in the format that it makes sense. But I'm talking about like work, like stuff that I having to do with, you know, slaying self doubt. Like I be, I be procrastinating. I be prolonging stuff, pushing things mm-hmm. out. You're like not a big procrastinator. I am a see. You maybe clearly don't we really see the best in right. her, Buffy. Well, <laughs> I think do. we see the obviously, best in her because obviously none of these things you're saying to describe yourself oh, makes okay. sense to me because right now. I'll be over here like <laughs> you're trash. Like get it done. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> yeah, that's you, not healthy. Yeah, I mean it isn't healthy. <laughs> I don't recommend it for anyone. But I knew that. I think it's that then when you're in this entrepreneurial space, you think you have more time than you actually do when you don't have like another person or an entity to like answer to. Like I have my own deadline. So if I push my deadline out, that's my business. Right. But Mm -hmm. it ends up becoming a snowball effect. And so it's like I need not I have to stop doing that. So that's where I kind of get off track. Just like pushing stuff down like, oh, I'll do that later. Oh, I'll do that later. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it comes to that, that's where my my time management skills be trash. Yeah, I kind of be like that too. Um, but I also think I work very well under pressure. And that's when my like best ideas, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when my I best ideas come too, when I'm when I'm thinking quickly. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um what about okay. you? What's given or not given today? Me or buff? You, Peaches. Oh, what's given for me is these kids went back to school full time. <laughs> that gave and give and keep on giving. It I'm so oh. thankful. 
that they are back at school it is virtual school y'all heard me talk about this multiple times like Mm -mm. um it's just not for me and Mm -mm. it ain't for them kids either (laughs) as i hit the principal up like these can't be the same kids that y'all be talking good about on these progress reports (laughs) these are not the same students (laughs) so um i'm glad that they're my kids are back full time i'm good yeah well mine's are still home i don't know if you can hear the other one but yeah, mine's are still home. That's <laughs> for you. <laughs> I mean, they I'm they they if they good, I'm good. Like so, mine's yeah. are um back at school now. Mason, uh, my youngest, he has to go to school three times. He's virtual learns on Thursday and Friday this week, but this is the only week for it. So next week it'll be full time every single day. So, but I am, I was just glad to drop him off today mm-hmm. so much that as the principal was trying to come out to talk to me to say, did you send his COVID test? I was willing to know like, yeah, <laughs> check your email. Check your email. <laughs> and she was like, is he staying all day? Mom sure is. <laughs> I was like, before she can put him back. <laughs> the damn sheriff rose. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, it's like they different people when they go to school and then they come home like being home all day it's like i don't know for my kids they just become restless after a while and i, I can tell that they're much more relaxed obviously because this is their house mm. but um when they go to school and come back like they're much more refreshed they've had like a full day of learning they got to socialize with their friends mm-hmm. it's just i just see better children me too <laughs> they're better children when they go to school no. I, yeah and i think it's maybe for mine maybe well, especially because cj because he's older and so he's like nobody is at school i'm not gonna be in there by myself he went on friday he just was like yeah i'm i'm okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll wait till option, everybody I'll comes just, back yeah, yeah he's just like i don't want to just be the only you know the only eighth grader at school and he you know he's they pretty self-sufficient i don't mm-hmm. think that i think at that it in their grade even the teachers i don't think that they're like pressing them like come on back in here they like mm-hmm. y'all got it so and y'all know ryan been virtual the whole time he go back to school next week full time so he's <laughs> he I, I gotta get him back on track because he ain't been in school since the beginning of this so yeah but listen but you are gonna feel so different next week yeah when them kids is back at school and you dropping both of them off you Not don't realize mine. it, but you don't realize it because you've been in the thick of it for yes. two years. You for just wait. You might be right. You, when you, you, yes. When nobody yeah. is asking you, huh? What is this? <laughs> can I eat this? Right. Or they I ask for, for coffee lunch? and tea in the middle coffee of the day. And tea. <laughs> Child, I'm a whole show of the cook over here. Okay. <laughs> mm, are you making me a smoothie? Mm, are you <laughs> making <laughs> me coffee? Are you making me tea? They have uh, been your co-workers for two yeah. years. Yeah, they, you, you are absolutely right. They have been my co-workers. That's probably <laughs> why I've been out of order. Yeah, because <laughs> they be in here. Yeah, so you are going to feel so much relief. Me and Peaches at least got some uh, snippets of it yeah. um, throughout the year, and then they had to come back, and that's when I remember why I hated it all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> not giving. Um, but yeah, so... I'm I'm with Peaches just with my kids back at school. So let's go ahead and jump in the episode. I think we gave and not gave for long enough. Yeah. Um, oh, now we got to do the icebreaker first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All out of order. What is going on? Maybe your kids need to be back and they all be. <laughs> no. Especially when our notes are right in front of us. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> free over there. All right. Too so free. for today's icebreaker, what do few people know about you that you'd actually like to be known for? Mm. 
Buff or Bun? Which one of y'all want to go first? I, I would like to be known for being funny. I think I'm pretty funny and people don't know me for that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think people know that? People don't know that I'm actually funny, young, low key. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Y'all know that? Yeah, because I know it. Humor. I think you. I think you're very funny. funny and you don't sound convincing. <laughs> like yours, I'm not. I'm no, you are funny. No, you're. You, yes. Do you think I'm funny or not? <laughs> I mean, like comedian stand-up comedy funny. Or do I you think you're funny when you don't mean to be funny. Like that'd be Absolutely. the funniest thing. Like you will be saying stuff that's wild, and I'm like, that makes sense to you. Like, <laughs> how do you think that's a good idea? <laughs> That's when it's the funniest. Like you are oh, tripping yeah, right man. now. No, no, I'd be funny on on GP just by saying certain stuff. So you think you you tell great jokes? Is that what you're saying? I think I got great puns. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't mean oh. that when I said funny. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> See, people, not even they. The you are funny though. Just know, just know that you are funny. I said you had a great sense of humor. Like they, they are definitely. You make me laugh. Often, laugh yeah. at me or with me. <laughs> with with you, we're laughing right now. We're laughing with you. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind, people. I'm gonna come back with my answer. Bunny. What oh, about okay. you? What a few people know about you that you actually like to be known for? I don't know if it was that. I don't know if I would like to be known for it. Per I feel like we should have asked. We should have answered for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like when what do few people know about you? Like oh, yeah. It's it's kind of hard, like us being us being close, like we know things about each other that maybe few people actually wouldn't know. But it's kind of hard true. to say about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess when I when I first saw the question, I, I guess I was thinking first thing that came to my mind was cooking. But I was like, I don't know if I would want to be known for cooking. You like, do take it pretty seriously, though. I, I mean, think low key I, you might do. Because really if somebody said you couldn't cook, I feel like you would cry in the car. <laughs> I <laughs> think that I would I would challenge them to a whole cook off. Is what I would. <laughs> No, Buffy, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you fake, don't want to laugh. You're not going to laugh on purpose, Buffy. <laughs> what? Um, no, yeah, but you're, you're, you are a great cook. I do take it very seriously. You like, do, I'm, because I you will am... take something out of nothing. You'd be like, I found some noodles, and I have this, <laughs> and I chopped up some salmon, and yeah. put some bouillon in it. You do. <laughs> and give me some aminos, and... Voila, oh I- yeah, I would create something, that, yes. and I'm I'm very big on like if I taste something somewhere, I'm gonna try it at home mm-hmm. uh, a whole bunch of times until I figure it out. That's how I mastered my shrimp and grits. Yeah, um, that that cook off never happened. By yeah, the way. It, it never did. But um, I do think that that that's a great answer though, Bun, because um, I don't think a lot of people know that about you. You don't really highlight your uh your cooking skills. Yeah, um, no. well, not to us anyway. I mean, what? We, it'd be, be kind of low key. Like, I mean, you might pop out on Thanksgiving, and I mean, like well, my family know. I know that. Yes. I know. Yeah, you you cook pretty often too. I do. And Buffy, I mean, this is like a little sidebar. She just stepped her game up since we were teenagers. Yeah. And since she got married, she's like a whole nother person. (laughs) (laughs) The picture she sends us, but with the meals. I mean, the random part about this, we're we're doing a lot of random talking. Sorry, guys. But the random thing about this is I was on Facebook. You know how they show you your posts from years ago? 
Mm-hmm. Like back in 2010, that joint said, I was like, I'm about to cook y'all. <laughs> what am I doing with myself? <laughs> and like, yeah. even back then, <laughs> I was not a cook. I did not Mm-mm. like cooking. I would go out. I would make eggs and quesadillas. You was like the queen of the wraps. You would put anything in a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Bacon cheese. Yeah. I mean, listen, I could make the basics. That was about it. But you asked me to make anything else or salad. But Mm -hmm. now. But good job. Yeah, you don't have the whole chicken, make mac and cheese that my family still be like, keep going back for. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, my husband said my yams is just okay. Yeah, <laughs> he was serious. Too. And now he, yeah. now he'd be like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job, bro. We, we definitely you? seen you level up. Yeah, we witnessed um, that. <clears throat> man, I, I don't know that I. The end part is getting me that that you actually like to be known for. Because I was going to say, few people know that I am. Um, it, well, maybe this was because at first I was going to talk about my OCD. I know a few people know about the, most people don't know about that, but I think um, few people know that I'm very spontaneous and I wouldn't mind being known for that. Um, I, it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm super spontaneous. I don't need to have like, actually, it makes me nervous to have things scheduled for a month out <laughs> or even two, <laughs> even like two weeks out. I'm just like, I don't want to think about stuff that like that mm-hmm. far out. Um, and so it just, it makes me not want to like, think about it but I love like it's the thrill of just kind of getting up and doing things that you didn't really plan to do and having like a great time doing it so yeah that is so I think you people not me yeah <laughs> we know yes <laughs> we all know oh, can we do the friends we know we know see yeah funny we know. was it everybody else will get it but (laughs) you know the hard part about being spontaneous though is that like you have to remember that everybody isn't like that that's the that's the hard part because then when you when you you know offered opportunities to other people you're just like gosh y'all want to do that like it'll be so much fun So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a balance. Yeah. 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 Be mindful. I don't think it's anything wrong with it, but I I think the, for me, like spontaneity, that makes me nervous. Like I wasn't prepared for it. What do I need type situation? Mm. Like it doesn't, it's like a, I don't know. It depends. Cause sometimes I can be like, I don't know, but I think it depends on my schedule. I when I see yeah. people, when I see people post like them planners and everything, like they take, they have their day where they plan. I was like, I could never do that. Like the I thought of that makes okay. me cringe. I would never want to plan my life like that. I got to have space. See, I have a planner, but I can only literally do it the day of. I cannot do it the day before. Very rarely can I do it like a week in advance. It has to either be done the night before. And it's just putting out the things that I actually have to do. Anything else? I can't put no times to it. As much as they want you to put a time next to it. I mean, I ain't doing that. What if I don't get it done in that time? Like blocking your schedule for stuff? That's a no-go for me. Man, every time somebody gives me a planner, like, you know, especially women. Yes, like as gifts. I give I re-gift it to somebody else. I'd be like, Note oh, people self. like these. Never buy, never buy me a planner. <laughs> I would never use away it. My, my, my I do. <clears throat> I'm not into planning like that. Not oh not God. scheduling. That just made me think of something else. Like, have you ever gotten a re-gift of your own? <laughs> 
Oh no, I have been, I have been mindful. Like I think hard, like did this person give me, when I'm about to give them something, did they give this to me? I'll be having to think about it. I got a little, a a little corner. I got like a little corner of my, my coat closet with gifts that people have gotten me. Not that that I didn't like it, that it's not useful for me, but I don't want it to go to waste. So I will wait to give it to somebody who I know would use it. Like I wouldn't just trash a planner, but I would give a planner to somebody who I know's plans. Yeah, their life. Let me come look in that corner and see what. <laughs> what can what can I get out of here? No, <laughs> none of you, none sure of you guys get gifts. one over there. No, none of you, none of you guys gifts are in there. Just trust that. <laughs> all right, let's let's get into the episode. <laughs> right. How about that? You know, we're supposed to be talking about all things Ozark, which we are going to talk about in a minute. <clears throat> but before we do that, I wanted to talk to y'all about Lifetime, the Lifetime movies. Have yes. you? Have you guys noticed? I mean, we've been watching Lifetime movies since I don't know. I was like a teenager. Yes. I started watching them. I've been hooked on them. <laughs> yeah, that's like my Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's a chill out, get your house together, and you watch Lifetime movies in between. Mm-hmm. But have you guys noticed uh, influx in the Black Lifetime movies? Yes, yeah. especially yeah. over the last like two years. I, yes. I felt like it started with the holiday movies. Mm-hmm. And I would be and, and Kelly Rowland. They're like actual <laughs> actors and yes. actresses like, I mean, that we know. Vivica Fox been trying to hold it down for us <laughs> for years. Let's go, Vivica. She has been. <laughs> been carrying us on her back with them lifetime movies. She yep. be in, she be in all of them joints. And but, Kelly Rowland for the Christmas joints. I swish she in the Christmas. But that's recent. Year. Yeah, that's the I, I watched those that's the murray little l-i-d-d oh she had one last year L-I- too. yeah no because one there was an engagement then it was a marriage and then there was a baby oh, oh it was all, it was the same like theme. the same characters it? it was the same oh, family no. though the first one they got engaged the next one they got married and the the third one they had a baby i go on you strike watch, around, around the holidays with uh the lifetime movies i mean oh, for really? um for the holidays, I don't like. You oh, know, you don't like the Christmas. I don't ones. like the Christmas oh. movies, but um, maybe maybe if it's like a horror Christmas movie, like the no, like, they're like, they're the, like the the mistress that so, no the mistress that so, stole Christmas. No, <laughs> no, Watch they're that. very they're very cheery and very uh, yeah, you know, like that romancy Christmas yeah. romance. But I'm talking about even the ones that are like I ain't even talking about two years ago. I feel like in the last couple of months, the previews we've been seeing oh, yes. for Safe House, the, that's the one with Nicole Ari Parker mm-hmm. and single black safe. female with Raven Goodman and Amber Riley. They're like the yeah. same person, so that's the, that was the <laughs> yeah. perfect cast. Casting yeah, yeah. Line Sisters is coming on. I mean, I think that's next weekend. But I'm just like, what? Why do y'all think that it took so long for like? lifetime to realize that black women like lifetime too like that's a very good question i don't know i don't know if they didn't think that we liked it because clearly i'm sure we they know that we watched Mm -hmm. but i'm wondering if whether or not the actors wanted to participate in that because and Mm -hmm. the only reason i say that is because some of the stuff that they do is very cheesy soap opera ish Mm -hmm. right and maybe if they you know depending on what it is they wanted to do maybe it's been it hadn't been beneficial for their careers you know what i'm saying that's that's part of my thinking um but it's a lot lot of the actors in um in lifetime movies get recycled Mm -hmm. yeah but that's what i was gonna say though it's not like 
main all of their movies aren't mainstream actors so you have a lot of people on lifetime movies that you've never seen before only on lifetime movies so i'm like i know we got some starter black people out there who want to get like in the business who would be (laughs) you know what i mean like people just but it could like rookies in their career I think this goes back to Lifetime as a company. So whoever's on their casting, whoever's doing their storyline, they have Mm -hmm. been looking for a certain demographic because for so long there, I feel like their demographic was housewives. And back for when we were Uh, housewives were white women. They weren't Mm -hmm. black. So then mm-hmm. we were out working. So that's who they were gearing their movies to. They sit there because that's all you heard. Watch Lifetime and eat bonbons. And, you know, yeah. that was like the the white woman. And now we've changed and we've become remote. So now the demographics are changing. And it's yeah. probably somebody on casting. Like, we need to start targeting. Because they had shows. Like, they had the dance, um, the DD4L. Like, you know, they had some Black content on there. Not a lot. But I'm also uh, talking about the movies, though. But, you know, I'm like, we've been watching it forever. Like even before, like we've been always we've always been consumers of whatever they, you know, put out. But, you know, this dawned on me when you say that about the white women. I'm like, maybe because they felt like the majority of the people were white women, that white women wouldn't want to see black black women on screen. You know, like maybe they felt like they wouldn't relate to it. Or yeah. something like that. You know what I, mean? I can see that because we I feel like the target. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just it. Whoever was there, we know there was so many, so many shifts have changed. Culture shifts have changed at different companies. We mm-hmm. haven't been their target, no matter if we're consumers of it for so long. Nobody That's has true. been targeting us. Target hadn't even been targeting us until recently. Like more and more now, you're starting to see more outside of Black History Month of more and more black. Um, I even saw a, a um some chefs some three black chefs who have now have um electronics like mm-hmm. i mean like appliance cooking appliances like an air fryer coffee machine and target sells them but that hadn't been before like before you couldn't find that type of stuff so i just feel like companies are shifting and changing and so, i mean i think you have to i mean yeah. the whole idea of like diversity and inclusion i mean of course it should have been um the other part is is i they also- some money they, I mean, they like companies are really they dropping the ball because uh-huh. I mean that's facts but I think the other thing is is that the first part when we were saying about like the some of it was kind of cheesy I think depending on how people want to be portrayed you want to be taken seriously yeah. like you think about all the people who have worked underneath Tyler Perry for real we know that there's some joints that you like yeah I'm not watching that and then there's some other stuff that's been like okay this was decent enough and then Mm -hmm. those people tend to well they all tend to kind of like venture out or whatever have you I even think about remember when they would do like um their biographies or autobiographies of celebrities and stuff like that like there were some some people that they did was like they did a terrible job on telling their story oh you mean like Wendy like Salt and Pepper and Wendy yeah Williams but you saw it as like, like people started to get involved in it and started doing it I think that it got a little bit better and 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 it part I'm, I'm sure all of it starts at a corporate level like somebody, somebody was like we have to change and yeah because the fact that uh that Janet Jackson is on is she on Lifetime or yeah A&E? no it's that gonna be Lifetime, Lifetime on Friday mm-hmm. Yes. So, but I think it's there and somewhere else. But the fact that she chose Lifetime and not BT or some other network own or whatever have mm-hmm. you, like even that speaks volumes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like 
On a side note, I don't want to hear, no, I don't want to learn or hear or watch another thing about a Jackson. I feel like we know their story. We do. We do. I'm still going to watch it. Know what we, yeah, I, I don't want to hear another I'm thing about a Jackson. I'm curious to know what we'll learn from differently that we already don't know from past. I mean, I think it's because it's coming from her and she seems, yeah. you know, ultra private as well. Um, that whole family is just private. I'm interested to see that. But to your point, like being that there has been this influx, I'm here for it. Like I'm mm-hmm. ready for yeah, all the too. shows. Um, I think we talked about this before. I don't like watching stuff live because I need to I need to get through the commercials. So I um recorded Vanish. That's the one with mm-hmm. uh, Tatiana, Tatiana Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I plan to watch that this week. But I'm ready for all everything that's about to come. And I just hope that they don't. I hope they don't take their foot off the gas. Like we just get this yeah. influx right now, and then it'd be back to like Heather Locklear. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still be watching it, but I used to always be like for years. I would say like I think most of the storylines on uh, Lifetime movies are corny, but I used to always be like, man, I wonder what this would be like if a black person was playing. Like the storyline was exactly the same, yeah. but it had black characters. Like what it but would I be think like? They, yeah, they needed some writers that could that could change the story according to how we are because we cannot we it's certain things we ain't about to do that they've done in those movies like this isn't realistic let's make it realistic to how we are you know because lifetime loved themselves some themes so i know and i love it (laughs) (laughs) i love it demond always be like oh what are you watching now the perfect teacher the perfect cheerleader the perfect yeah the perfect and that's what it's gonna be i think yesterday everything was the deadly cheerleader the deadly husband the deadly ex-husband the deadly mother i was like okay so somebody's dying you know they got they got that market on lock Uh (laughs) they absolutely do so how do y'all feel about i know we kind of talked about it but oh no i guess we did talk about why what you think took so long but how important is representation to y'all it's extremely important to me um, all the, because it, it's something you don't realize it until you um, until you do see yourself like you don't mm-hmm. realize how much you were missing. And that's how I felt about the whole lifetime thing. Like I never I've, I've been watching it since I was a teenager. And I, I mean, it would be times where I'd be like, man, I wonder this would not have happened if it was a black person <laughs> on there. But just to see all of the commercials for all of the stuff that's coming up, it's just like, yeah, I'm excited like mm-hmm. to see people who look like me possibly will respond the same way that I would. It, I yeah. think it's just, it's important to see yourself in these situations, um, not just on Lifetime, but just in life in general. It changes yeah. the narrative when you yeah. see yourself in in things. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I, I think the same. It's definitely important to see representation. See, in, like you said, see yourself, see how mm-hmm. they react, hoping that they even say some of the things you say or, you know, mm-hmm. mimic some of the things that are happening in our culture. Um to bring light to it all around because our culture is so dope and so loved by so many it's just like you know we could be mainstream with it too I think also um like you said just not on lifetime but all around because one of my um I like sitcoms and tv shows and so the office was one of my favorite shows and um hmm? the office is funny yeah, the office is hilarious. But what I love about um, I don't know if y'all call Abbott Elementary yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that is just such a, a black version of the office, but at a school mm-hmm. and with so much black representation there. And I love it. Like I love um 
I love the funniness, the quirkiness, but also mm-hmm. just it's us. Like mm-hmm. even them using TikTok <laughs> to make videos and like the way she talks and just old, even her calling the older teacher man, okay, mom. Like, you know, because that's how we see some of our older peers, like, mm-hmm. oh, she like a mother to me, you know, because that's how we respond. So mm-hmm. I really do love sh- like seeing that representation. It makes it funnier. Like, yeah. yeah and I've I been feeling like that even with um not just the uh like black shows like I love seeing shows that represent other cultures as well mm-hmm. I'm anything other than only white mm-hmm. like yeah. I love I love the age love seeing Asian people mm-hmm. I love the love the Asians I love seeing <laughs> Asian stuff. Asian people being represented Hispanic people being represented That's Indian cool. people like yeah. I love I love to see those type of things like even if it's not for me I'm I love the fact that it's for somebody yeah no I I definitely agree I think it's important because that's the way that's the world we live in regardless of how people want you know other people may want you to believe like we all are here so Mm -hmm. if we all are here we should be able to see ourselves and we know how long it was that none of us could see ourselves on tv except for in a negative light or in a a servitude light you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like but to see us owning our own and having all the things i was uh recently reading um the year of yes by shonda rhimes and even her like through that book she talked about you know being the first person first black woman to like own thursday night on abc Mm -hmm. that has literally never been done Mm -hmm. and her her whole purpose was to highlight all the things about us and Mm -hmm. and every person who is underserved so that was you know like you said people of color that was you know no matter what your sexual orientation was like Mm -hmm. she wanted to put everything out there so that people saw themselves in the characters and I think that as long as you keep doing that and we don't I think it just it makes everybody feel like that they can achieve something greater than what they see just kind of like right in front of them so yeah representation is super important I was talking um recently with my supervisor um about we because we're getting like these mascots for our job and they're like a family and so we were talking about um like the you know their skin color or whatever and he and I both are really fair skinned and so I had said I was we were just having a brand conversation and I was telling him how I remember being like a little girl when those Kenya dolls came out and your mom had bought us each uh, like a Kenya doll all three of us and well four of us because T she bought one for T as well but I remember being so excited for the light skin Kenya doll because I had never seen a doll that had like the same complexion mm-hmm. as me and here I am 39 years old and I can still remember like she had braids and she had mm-hmm. back then it was either you had a black doll a brown skin doll right. or you had a white doll and clearly you know I'm not white but that's the one that I would probably well, look closest to yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's the one that I, I did look the most like me so when the light-skinned doll came out and again she had braids and beads on her head it was like mm-hmm. finally a doll that looks like me yeah that's so, so that's, that's so, important so representation yeah, matters and I think it also matters even even to that point to what you're saying just like for your kids right mm-hmm. like you know both of my kids are lighter skin but my young Ryan is the light you know light skin I remember when he was younger he would be like but I'm closest to this color like he mm-hmm. in his mind he's like but I'm white and I'm like no you're not <laughs> so then I yeah. had to like show him that like no we we come in all colors you know mm-hmm. and so it took once he was able to see that but when you looking at it just black and white you assume oh this is what I look like you know yeah. like you said if you don't see it other places so yeah, it's important 
I remember Dylan um, when he was younger, he would say, I'm black and you're white. And I'd be like, no, no. I, I am black. And it's like, cause I used to always remind him like, you know, I'm black, right? I am black. <laughs> I'm not white. But, um, I also try to make it, uh, try to make it my business too. Like, especially, especially with, um, Blaze, like if we're like, at, at the store and we see different things or even like it could be something on TV and somebody could have like more coarser hair or whatever. I always mm-hmm. make sure to mention like how pretty it is. I mean like, Oh my gosh, her hair is so cute. She got a fro. It's so cute. I don't ever want her to like associate that type of thing with yeah. like not being good or nice yeah. or beautiful yeah. or whatever. Or I'd be like it, it, with Dylan, Dylan is darker than, you know, the rest of his siblings or whatever. And I just be like, Oh my gosh, your skin is just mm-hmm. so beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. I love it. You know, this, make going out of my way to make sure that they know that it's nothing wrong yeah, with um, I, I mean, being a different shade. But it's just so beautiful how we how we are just like when people when you really think about like being black like it it really is the best thing ever Mm -hmm. like it really is how we just show up how we look just all all the things about us that in Mm -hmm. it's it's nothing else like it yeah it definitely is nothing like the black experience (laughs) and the fact that we all we all some kind of way live the exact same life no matter Mm -hmm. where you where you were born where you live we all have the same life yeah but I just do the same thing with Malachi like because he out of the three the three of my sons he Mm -hmm. darker skin out of even darker than his father Mm -hmm. so he always would feel like oh I don't want to get a tan I saw that when he was younger he used to didn't want to be in the sun too much because he'd be like I'm already dark skin I don't need to get Mm -hmm. darker and I'd be like but a tan doesn't make you darker I was like it just brings the you know brightens your skin and brings it more out and like you know highlights it more I say we get darker because we're just a lighter skin you don't get darker you just get more beautiful like that's just it so I constantly even when we were in Jamaica just took him on like a um a photo shoot on the beach and was just like all right get in the sun and I was just like embrace the sun and mm-hmm. like you know after mm-hmm. we looked at the pictures he was like oh I like that one I like that one because I always want him to feel comfortable in his skin because mm-hmm. his brothers are lighter than him or like shades lighter and so mm-hmm. he feels like for some reason they look better because his skin is so dark and and you know he out of the him and his older brother he's the one that suffers with acne so he'll sometimes try to relate that to his skin complexion I'm like Mm, nothing to do with that but your skin type you Mm -hmm. know so yeah yeah I think as long as we just keep pouring into them and Mm -hmm. you know it'll and they grow into that confidence um yeah, absolutely. You know, that we're trying to instill. But uh, we've talked about the blacks. Now let's get into the whites. <laughs> Ozark. <laughs> Speaking man. of whites. <laughs> man, man, man. Let me just say that I have a, I've, I've watched a lot of stuff and I have an appreciation for the fact that I am so, I love the fact that this show doesn't need to do anything like extra like when I say graphic, I mean like sexual in nature, like it doesn't need to have any of, and you are still like, it is the, I I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's the acting, all of it together is just like, it is perfect. It is every Mm -hmm. single person that's a part of this case. Oh, I mean, yes, definitely. But every person that's on this case, I'm like, bruh, I'm I'm just saying this ending. It's it's literally a perfect show. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I'm going, I'm really sad that it's ending too. I'm like, this is only season four. I'm like, couldn't they have given us at least one more? They could do so they much more. They could have done five. So I did read up on it. And the writer, director of the of show, course you did. he, of course I did. <laughs> I always, but he said that um, he never imagined the show going past three to five seasons. And Okay, we can have five. He felt during the fifth season that Marty and Wendy were just too smart to keep going. Mm. and so it they he was like this just fourth the fourth season had to be the end yeah mm. and so, i can kind of see that though as yeah, we watching I, the episodes like they're way. not phased at this, yeah. Yeah. this season they're not phased by anything mm-hmm. if you go back to like the first season um especially mm-hmm. wendy yeah they were, they were scared. scared wendy used to be kind of she was even more scared than marty and so and now and like now she's ruthless Man, yeah. she's, she's too impulsive for me. Like, yeah. I, she kind of blowing me a little bit. Yeah, Ryan always say he like she the dangerous one. She the dangerous yes. one. I was yeah. like, yeah, because you don't know what she thinking. Marty and- has always had his head on straight. He always knew the goal, and like he's learned the way as he go. But he never was like quick to just make a decision. No, yeah, yeah because he's the brains of the operation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like they they wouldn't have gotten as far as they are without him that goes mm-hmm. for them and the cartel so mm-hmm. every person that they, they've been in business with he's he's good at what he does so the way marty is able to separate his life from like his family life from the business from his feelings for ruth like he's a protector over her even though she gets on his last nerves like he's able <laughs> he's able to separate all those and and still see the end go where wendy yeah. just She's a whole jambalaya, a mess, and she will just, she's just, oh, she gets on my nerves so much. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, I didn't oh, used to dislike, I didn't used to dislike uh Wendy. It's this like, um, I think it was on the third episode or so when um Maya, the FBI agent, mm-hmm. said, said, you like being a big fish in a little pond. It's like now she's on like this power trip right yeah. now where she is. She just wants to go for blood. She thinks she's smarter than everybody, mm-hmm. faster than everybody, has more money than everybody. Like she thinks she, and I think that that's what's going to get them in trouble. Yeah. It's going to oh. be her. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's I definitely think so. Yeah. She has to slow down. Um, I do feel about the, like, just the ending of this, the series, right? I guess. Um, I will miss it. I do think it could be longer, but I'm glad it's ending because um, it is kind of getting in the place where <laughs> when Bamas is dying. And you can't and everybody. Do when, you can't do nothing with a show when Bamas is dying. So <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know how much longer they could, you know, keep it going with so many people um, getting cut off. Um, the show or whatever. Look, not only is everybody dying, Darlene is killing them. Darlene is killing anybody who's Darlene, wrong. Darlene <laughs> has, has no hold bars, and that lady scares me. Her and Wyatt being together is just—it's gross. It so is. It is really, really gross. And I, I guess we should have probably said at the beginning of this, like spoilers, all, all of that stuff, just in case. If y'all, if y'all ain't watched it, you need to just get in. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, like what else? I actually did see a post on Facebook of someone saying I couldn't even get past season one, episode one. How (sighs) y'all hyping this show? And I'm like, just get past season one. Yeah, season one was slow. It legit was slow. It would if it wasn't for season two already being out when I started it. I don't think I could have made it. I probably would have dropped the show too and not have been that excited. Oh no, I want. I don't 
think season one was slow. I feel like maybe the it seemed the, the that way because they had the episode. No, I think that they have that's the that's with any show for me. Like you're setting it up. You're they're yeah. showing you the characters, like how people got in this situation, that how these people got in the situation that they're in. Like, so for me, when that's just like you know nothing about these people. They have mm-hmm. to introduce all the characters to you and show you different circumstances. Yeah. So I just, I just don't view sh- new shows that way. So I mean, no, I you give, have like three I episodes. Four, yeah, I give it three to four episodes, and if by the fourth episode I'm still lost and not catching on, but some yeah. people didn't get it past the first episode. But to be honest, the first episode is really slow. Yeah, so, I think that also people be. Because it's so hyped up, though yeah. people are going into it like oh, I can't wait to see like what's all right. the hype about. Like yeah. I mean, take yeah, your but time. That's all, yeah, that's all shows. I I remember when uh everybody was hyping Game of Thrones and Rhyme's like, oh, you got to watch it, and I was just like, I'm not into no daggone dragons and swords and knights. But I'm Joe, that that <laughs> daggone series was like that. So like I get it, and then I was three seasons, three or four seasons behind. But once I caught up, oh yeah, I was all in. That's so, how I was about Sons of Arc Anarchy. Oh, yeah, I could not Anarchy. do it. That or that Lovecraft I Country. It. I couldn't. Oh, do Sons of Anarchy was vicious, and and, and and Lovecraft Country was oh, no. good too. No. So. It's a no. But let's get back on to back over to Olaf. Oh, yeah. so what are go. your thoughts about the first half of the season so far? We know that there's only been seven episodes, and the other seven or more or less will be here. They say that they finished filming, so they're, they're editing it. So we should get it some part sometime this year, mm. hopefully. Um, they better not take forever. I mean, they took forever with this one. I know. I mean, it was I a mean, whole pandemic. But if they go like six months, <laughs> seven, because I don't think. Um, I mean, it's January. Heist, six months would be June. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I need a date. Like money. Heist, right, the they, fact they, that they there's no same. date for it yeah. is, is a blow. It's like you can prolong this all the way to December of twenty twenty two. I mean, but they could, they could get the hype, whatever. Whatever's gonna. I mean, we hope not because they know we binged it in one weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they but can yeah. See so that. okay, so we're seven episodes in. What are y'all thoughts? What are you feeling? What characters are you? We've already said what we felt about Wendy so far, but um, I think honestly, what do y'all it, think about Jonah? Jonah showed up this season. What's up? What do we feel yeah. about the sun? I mean, I, I mean, I think I, I have I have mixed feelings about it because he is the product of his of his parents, mm-hmm. clearly, in this whole situation. But at the same time, he's a child. Mm-hmm. And it's just the it's the audacity for me. me. And, and if he was like, and I can't remember what episode it was. He was like, I'm going out and who's going to stop? And they both just stood there. And I was like, I'm trying to tell you if that was a black family, that's that's the type of show that you have to show what really it was. We no, but that, that also is that also is a reflection for real. What could they have done? And the other thing is, that's what happens. Like you, they've been living with no boundaries for yeah, more seasons. So yeah, like they, they they have so many things have been promised permissible yeah so many yeah. things have been permissible that like how do you it's, it's a it's a great everything has a great line in, mm-hmm. with this family so yeah. it, it does that didn't surprise me that he's acting like that I no mean, it, it, it doesn't surprise me, me either it's I just, just think <laughs> yeah but I, I and and the fact that they're I don't know I guess some of it is because of Marty's uh personality that he's mm-hmm. a lot more chill but I I just 
I don't think Marty is chill. I think Marty understands that he's a child and we've exposed him to this. And he's yeah, stay in yeah. space and then he's he'll reel him back in. Wendy is just like, no, 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 stop him. And he's like, no, let's part the course because he got to fail in some areas or he got to get, because you saw that in the hotel room. If he never knew his mother had did that, mm-hmm. he probably would have like tracked back to the family and been like, okay, you know what? This was a bit too much. I don't know what I was doing. But finding out that his mom, you know, still trying to do stuff to yeah. back yeah. is what, you know, what keeps him feeling keeps breaking that distrust between him and his mom and his family but, but I, think I think it's Marty's to- doing the right thing uh, yeah I think it's totally um and I think that I don't think Jonah would be doing all of this if it wasn't for what she um what happened with Ben like yeah. I feel like that's I don't think he would be because he wasn't rebellious like this. Everything goes back to his mom and her making that call for Ben to be mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. Like she, you see, he's not mad at Marty. He mad right. at her and yeah. he's not mad at that business. He's mad at her. So mm-hmm. I think that everything he's doing is just to just get back at her and try yeah. to get away from her. Yeah, yeah, she is. I just, she is, she's unhinged at this yeah. point. Like I'm it, like, she just even how she's like going about doing stuff and being it's the fact that she's acting like um using her brother's like oh just God, lying so about everything about he, he was, missing and all that like girl. but even the factors say that he had a he had a drug habit and that's not the truth in order for it to benefit your cause like yeah, so it's so just I, I knew that she was going along i mean i knew she was playing a part obviously with mm-hmm. um him being missing like she's just completely playing that part what what solidified her unhingedness for me is when she said she told marty it's just them two in the room and she says that um the body wasn't his like duh (laughs) marty knows this you know and she it's just like something is wrong with her yeah she's the fact that she did that but i think that but i think her brother's at this point her brother's death made her lose it like she at that point she was all in once she killed was able to kill him it was like she had nothing else yeah, there was not, nothing yeah. else stopping her. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now she's just trying to get out and go back to Chicago, which isn't going to change much, you know. No, and that's what you um know, that's what Navarro said it was like, "Would you gonna go back and be regular when it's quiet and you don't have nothing else?" Like this was exciting her. This was mm-hmm. this was. Get, I mean, she was unhappy in her previous life. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so y'all gonna go mm-hmm. back and do what? Like y'all got all this money. What you gonna go back and do? Pretend like none of this happened? Exactly. That's if yeah. they even get back to and Marty is the epitome of um emotionally unavailable. Fact. He is he has he shows yeah. no emotion towards <laughs> anything, not his kids, not his co-workers, not even his when, wife. Not even when he's staring down the gun, because he's yeah. just like, let's talk about this. Calm down. We can figure yeah. this out. Because this I think that he figures, I think he fig I think he realizes that he is better he serves more work to them alive than he does dead and so if he can convince them of that like i can get you more money i can get Mm -hmm. you more i can figure this out for you i think that that's that's the um that's what he's relying on um also knowing that the people that he's dealing with if they wanted to kill him he would have been dead oh yeah i mean clearly they killed helen right in front of them (laughs) there will be no question um if he you know even when ruth tried to coming there with the shotgun it's like you're not gonna when he she was like i'll shoot you he's like you're not you're not gonna do it because you would have been right. 
but I think that that also speaks to their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think that what it boils down to is that, like, when they were sitting on the couch and she was like, um, would you first think of me? He tried to find something really nice to say. She was like, you mm-hmm. thought I was trash. And he's like, well, you know. But I think he keeps coming back to her because he does. I think he feels sorry for her. Mm-hmm. I think that he does see potential in her. But I think that in some ways, he would if it wasn't for Wendy he would take her even more up underneath his wing yeah I'm like when you thought you was gonna die you go to Ruth to take care of your kids mm-hmm. yeah. how yeah how sway that that's the person that you but that I was like that showed that he trusts her that much like mm-hmm. I need you to take care of my kids if we don't make it out of here so yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I not actually. I, I, this season made me feel. I always like Ruth. I think Ruth was one of my favorite characters, anyway. But I really feel bad for her. Like you realize, like how lonely she is, and mm-hmm. yeah, she really doesn't have anybody else, and she is just holding on to Wyatt. Yeah, I saw that constantly throughout the show, and even, just even, I mean, throughout the series, even with her just sitting out there with the cookie jar of Ben's ashes, and just. Mm-hmm. Open- she's definitely very lonely and in a very bad place so that's why the end of the <clears throat> this seventh episode was just kind of like I don't know what's going to happen coming back like she's out for blood at this point mm-hmm. because she has nothing else to lose yeah I'm but just trying to figure out if she's gonna drop that baby y'all I, I just <laughs> don't understand I don't understand how they have they making all this money and they have nothing to show for it I mean, I know that they. Well, that's they the get, point. And you can't. You can't. No, I mean, no. You can. You can level up a little bit. Like Ruth is still. She making. Remember when she told um told uh, uh Marty that it needs to be a hundred thousand dollars for her once they got the drug deal together. Yeah. Like you are. What are you doing all this for? Like, what's the purpose? The Darlene, but you still in the um. You still in the trailer four seasons later. But you, but you can't do to. that. You no, you don't it. have to. You can. You still can. Like people think she works. Like she, you can go buy. You can go buy a, the lazy O, but you can't buy a, a condo or. Yeah, <laughs> or a, yeah, but I think it's. I think it's. It's bigger than that. I think it's just it because remember she got the little cousin who still lives there. I think it, that's home to her. And even when she was talking to. Um, I don't know, oh, Frank Jr. And she was talking to him about, you know, his father or whatever have you. And she was just mm-hmm. like, you could tell how much she still missed her dad. Like that is home for her. So I don't think she would leave there just, just for the simple fact that that's where she feels safe. Everywhere I'm just else. Like, she what would... is all of this for? Is what I want to know. Like, what do you what it's is even like this? that episode of why you're sleeping on top of the trailer? Mm-hmm. It's like that's their comfort. That's what they used to. That's what mm-hmm. they know. Like, even that in that uncomfortability, like he was in a vulnerable moment. She was like, Come back to the trailer mm-hmm. with me so you could feel safe. Like Bunny said, I feel like that's where they feel safe. That's where they feel close to their, you know, their uncle and dad who they lost, you know. So it's just kind of like when you've lost everybody um you kind of retreat back to the safe places so yeah I mean I think the intention was for them to leave but then that didn't really work out the way it was supposed to in the end so because she and, and now she literally has nowhere to go with and well what's the youngest cousin name with the red hair three that oh yeah oh yeah right three. yeah um mm-hmm. yeah so with you know it's just I mean now it's just her three and Zeke Mm-hmm. unless somebody going to turn the baby in somewhere i don't you know I like she don't gonna be looking for that baby so she had to go drop that baby off at uh somewhere no probably not no more now because well 
they might i don't know that's yeah that's the who knows what's going to happen now like that's the Mm -hmm. i don't know so what y'all we got seven more episodes left whenever they decide to come Prayfully, it's seven more. Did they? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a half. I think it's seven. Yeah, I think, I think it's seven more. Episodes. Yeah. So, what what are y'all predictions for the for the season? Like, what do you think is going to find? What's going to be the end for the, the birds? way it started? The car crash. Yeah, it's like they find. I think that's going to be their final out. Like they yeah. they were headed back to Chicago, and, and just it. when they thought they were going to make it, they never made it. Or that could end up being a dream. Because I feel like them not making it could be so, I mean, that's just too predictable. So maybe somebody, maybe that's a dream for somebody. Maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of half and half and thinking that that's the, that's going to be the thing that they would, um, that they wind up in a car garage. But I, what I do see, I think, I don't, I think Ruth, Ruth is going to make some changes. I think she is going to get too Harvey. But I don't think she will kill him and he won't kill her. I can't um, stand Harvey. No, he I can't either. He is, he is. If not minding your business was a person, he'd oh just be God. into everything. 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 I just be like, I don't understand how how Omar ain't killed him yet. I mean, I know yeah. it's, it's the cartel. Like, you can't just hold on, though. What about the PI that's looking for Helen? Oh, yeah. He he knows he too. What? Yeah. That's what he's what are we to gonna, what is Oh, he's going to die. Do? Yeah, if he, uh, yes, he, I think it, he is. Well, I know, I don't know now because with that last episode, he was he able like to get in contact. Yeah, he got in contact with the FBI. I mean, that don't mean like you still can't die. Yeah, I, I th- at the end of the day, I t- everybody gonna die. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Everybody gonna die. The only thing, I, the only reason I don't think that 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 um the car crash is the beginning of the season of seat part four. It's how it's going to end. It's just because of Joan. Joan wasn't feeling his mother in the car. No, he wasn't. But I just think that that's going to be too predictable for them for them just to die. I don't think they would have shown us that at the beginning if that was going to happen at the end. Plan to make it seem like they died and they disappear. I mean that that car crash really was for real though. Like it looked for real. (laughs) Or was it? I don't think they were going to make it out of that. I don't know. That would be. I'm curious to see how that ends. I'm curious to see what the PI is going to find out and how he's going to be known. Because now he's investigating Marty and Wendy. You mm-hmm. heard him when he called Maya. It's no longer looking for Helen. Because I figured he knows she's dead. Yeah. So he moved on to Marty and Wendy. Um, to seeing how that winds up playing out. To Ruth catching up to Harvey and. Just when he kept out. on saying, when he kept on telling everybody, all I need is a signature, all I need is a signature. I was like, if somebody don't foretell a name, <laughs> right. get him out your life. <laughs> what do you need? Tell me. Yes. I'm just like. could have been like, give me the papers. I'll get yes, her I'll handle this. <laughs> soon I as I it. see her. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they was, it was, it was too much. But um, no. Okay. So what's your prediction? Man, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think that I I do think that they're going to make it out, but I don't know how. Like, what is it going to be? I mean, they can't kill the cartel. Like, what is it going to? Maybe they're going to ha- have something on them that's going to force them to let them out of that life mm. because it seems like every opportunity they had to get out that life, something else will happen, and then they will be forced to stay in it. So, 
um, maybe Marty. It's gonna be Marty's master plan. Whatever he comes yeah, up with, it has to be because the other part is like I'm the even even outside of the whole cartel thing. You're doing this whole foundation where you're working with you know this major health organ. I mean, big pharma, big pharma, and all this other stuff. Like all of those things just seem like it's. I don't know. Yeah, Marty's definitely gonna come up with something. Yeah. Not sure what it is, but I, I do think that that with my air quotes accident plays mm-hmm. <laughs> plays a part mm-hmm. in it in some some kind of way. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just get new lives, go somewhere. I don't know, but I'm excited to see how it's going. Me too. I was going to, and I'm glad it's back, and I'm glad I was able to see see it all. So I was Me worried too. at first last week when we was talking. I was like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad it, it definitely gave everything it was supposed to give. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It made me excited, made me want to keep watching. And it wasn't boring. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Like the first mm-hmm. half yeah. of Money Heist was just kind of like, oh, I hope it's not like this. This mm-hmm. but the second half gave everything it was supposed mm-hmm. to give. <laughs> yeah. Money Heist ended exactly the way mm-hmm. it was supposed to. But yeah. this part, um, this first part of Ozark was worth the wait. They shouldn't have took this long, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, people we have to revisit off. this in June or whenever it comes back. Or yeah. December of 2022. It better not be. <laughs> we just let's just have, let's just hope that it comes out this year, okay? Because yeah. they could be petty. At the end of the day, we don't. We don't. We, we just don't want it. Know. We want it. We want it. We just want it. Come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> we yeah. Well, we did it, guys. This is uh another episode in season two. Yes. Yeah. This is episode so, 15. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot, we we moving yep. through these joints. Yeah, we are. Um, so thank y'all so much for tuning in. We want y'all to let us know underneath the post for this episode. How do y'all feel about the sudden influx of black movies on Lifetime? Remember to share, rate, and review and follow us on IG at Girl Who Said That. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, email us at girl who said that at gmail.com. Thank y'all again for tuning in for another episode of the Girl yeah, Who Said, who said that? that podcast. <laughs> Talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.